Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, broadcasting live from WeBank's National Conference 2022 inside the Georgia World Congress Center, inside the GWBC booth, booth 1812, if you want to come by and see us. So excited to have the guests we have right now, Crystal King and Clovis... Clovis? Clovis, there you up. go. I Clovis. screwed it up. Clovis Vaughn. <laughs> Sorry about that. With Grady Health System, Crystal and Clovis, Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So um, how's the show been for you? It's been really good. Lots of great exhibits, great conversation. So it's been awesome. It's been great. It's just been good just to get out and see, <laughs> and see a lot of people in one place, people, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been a minute. Uh, talk about GWBC. Why is it important for you to be involved? It's important for us at Grady. Uh, we have a really robust program at Grady for diverse suppliers. And women suppliers have come through us, come through for us in major ways, especially during COVID. Uh, staffing companies providing nurses and PPE. We just believe that women always make the world better, <laughs> and uh, we find the same with our women-owned business partners. Now, um, at Grady, you use a variety of services, so I, I, w- I want the women business owners to kind of think bigger and broader, right? Because there's a lot of things they might be able to help you with that they may not be thinking. They might be self-selecting out before they even have a chance to have a conversation with you. What are some of the maybe different types of things that you uh, need from the women business owners that maybe they're not thinking of that they might be a good resource? Well, from our from my perspective, it's business as usual. You, you, you know, being a hospital, you don't really think about certain things in that capacity because in a hospital we build uh, construction-wise, uh, marketing, IT. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of those that you see in some of the other big name corporations, the hospital industry using them as well. Now, we have our specialties like medical devices, durable medical equipment, things of that caliber. But uh, for the most part, we use some of the same service levels and some of the other big name corporations. Right. So any large, anything that you would do for any large company would be appropriate for Grady and it's not but a lot of times people think oh Grady I'm not a, I don't have a medical device or I don't know anything about medicine so that I'm they're not in my list of people to even have a conversation with that's right we and we try to really change the conversation about that don't think of healthcare as health related things all the time right anything it takes to run your house anything it takes to run a city a school any other business we have printers we have it, we have everything. <laughs> the right. janitorial every, service. Every business yeah. need every business you have. We have. And plus the medical stuff. Right. So plus it's not the, an or, it's an and. Yeah, right. That's In addition right. to, correct. And we would love to see more women-owned businesses on that medical side, on the clinical side of the house, with medical devices, with medical technology. Those are places where we we see that women uh, pull the shrink. Right. Tremendously. Um, and so we would love to help grow and develop women-owned businesses on that side of the business. So now when you say grow and develop, what does that mean? Like, say I'm a woman-owned business and I want to partner with Grady. What? Are, how do I even get started? So if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you're tuned in to WeBank. And we really used 
GWBC, the Greater Women's Business Council, where Roz Lewis is the CEO and chair, um, as our resource, our main resource to reach women-owned suppliers. Because mm-hmm. it's so many people, Clovisa and I can't possibly meet everybody. Right. So once we, we have a level of comfort that if you've come through WeBank and you've gone through that certification process, it puts a stamp of approval on you. Right. You've been vetted. We know that you're legit. This is just because you're a woman doesn't mean you're a certified woman-owned business. Those are two different things. That's Correct. right, and right. we don't count you if you're not. We don't get to count you for our spin reports if right. you're not certified. You better get so certified. Get certification, right? And so um, we uh, attend all of the WeBank events, the GWBC events, and that's where we you will meet us and most corporates because we don't have we can't be everywhere. Right. So we use them as our conduit to the people right. who are the really serious. They're the first line of defense. That's right. And, and just to add to that conversation part, the, you mentioned about the certification piece and that vetting process. So that eliminates some of the uh, field work or trench work that we would normally do by identifying business that's associated with GWBC and WeBank. Right. So you don't have to kind of you know, kind of vet them because they've already been vetted in order to be part of that organization. True. That's right. And then that enables you to focus on the most important part is the relationship building part to making sure it's a right fit for you and your team and, and they have what you need and you have what they, they you need from them. Very much so. But that's an education process, right? They, just because someone sells something or has a service, that doesn't mean they're the right fit. You have to kind of learn how to work together, right? No, there's a combination of things. It has to be a need for that product, good, and services. You know, once you identify that need, then you can have that opportunity to identify uh, women-owned businesses that can bring forth that value right. uh, for those opportunities. So, yeah, it has to be a handshake for the need, right. for the products, goods, and services needs. Once that has been identified, then... There, where that's where you can always start and develop those relationships that you have. Now, does it work best when they start with maybe start small with a small need just to get to know each other, get to work together, so you can see, okay, these people are a good fit. They know how we operate. They know what to do in order to be successful in our ecosystem. Because the way you do business may not exactly be the way that some other big business does business, right? Yeah, and we've been spending a lot of time educating our suppliers about what it means to work in healthcare because. Because healthcare is different than energy or telecom. Um, So we work with group purchasing organizations. For instance, Grady works with Vizient, is our group uh, purchasing organization. We use distributors. Medline is our distributor. So while you might not be able to come in to meet, sell something to Grady today, we make those introductions so you can get on Vizient contract or get on Medline contract. And they're all, they don't just deal with Grady. Right, right. So they then they deal with the all the hospitals. Other so right. we're really trying to educate people on not minimizing what you do and on making them understand what it really means to work in healthcare. Being on GPO contract, being on distributor contract, and then bringing new technology to the table. Right, because there's I'm putting it out in the universe. There's a huge need for hospital at home uh, services right now. The technology and the connections. To do it effectively. All so there's the air- opportunity there that isn't being tapped, and you have a need. And if somebody's out there listening, yeah. we know we yeah. have the need, but we know we haven't met the person with right. the technology yet. Um, but we need a way to monitor patients once they go home, that transition right. of care. Um, Grady is great about not, we don't send people home if they're not, if we're not comfortable 
that they will get the same level of care that we've been providing in right. the hospital. So that makes our average length of stay a little longer than some other hospitals. Right. But um, if we can send you home and know that you can be monitored right. and get the food you need. And, and the outcome is And there. the outcome is going to be the same as you right. if you were in the hospital. That's a huge opportunity right yeah. now. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Now, is there a story you can share maybe with a woman-owned business that you work with that you you know helped and then it was impactful we have so many yeah. um, we, uh, we you don't just, have to name the name of yeah. the company but maybe name this tell the story about what they came to the table with maybe they were small and grew or something like that well I'll yeah i have an excellent story in that aspect uh one of the uh woman-owned certified business that is here at the event today um at that time they was highly into the it profession mm-hmm. of course the pandemic happened they had to pivot because not many businesses was doing a great deal in IT. They pivot to the nursing aspect. Um, I was one of the responsibility, Crystal and I were brought them to the team for the nursing aspects of it. And that really saved their company's life. Right, because like, if they didn't have that, then they would have gone out of business probably because uh, there possibly. wasn't any opportunity for yeah. a period of time. And every time that lady sees one of us. She hugs you and thanks you. Yes, she does. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's what I can't emphasize enough, especially to the corporates out there. The, the account that you give them, even if it's a small account, it could be life-changing for that. It could be an individual with their family that makes a difference between them eating this month or them not eating this month, or they're in business or they're not in business. So the impact is real. It is, and we really have tried to um, help the, the suppliers understand our needs and help our internal customers understand the suppliers' needs. Right. Because they're, we have to meet. we got to work together. We've got to meet in a certain place, right? So... Um, in healthcare, you'll find that a lot of things are uh, streamlined. Like, for instance, we, and I, I don't know if I should say the name, but we use an MSP. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But during COVID, we have several women-owned businesses who made millions of dollars through that MSP because nurses were writing their own ticket. And so to know, but our internal customer only had to deal with that one right. person, right? right? They didn't have to manage 15 different right. companies. That became someone else's problem. That, right. And so to understand the needs of the customer, right. but understanding that, hey, if you can just give a slither of that pie to this small or woman-owned company, that, that that's life-changing right. for somebody, then that, is, and it, we're really teaching supplier diversity at Grady from a step, a standpoint of economic empowerment right. and economic impact and that the more we employ the diverse women-owned businesses, then those are people who give people in our communities jobs right. who don't show up with no insurance in the ER, right? right? So well, it, it's a win-win. It, everybody wins, though. This yeah, is a this situation is a that effect. everybody wins. It's a trickle-down And it's just that a lot of these folks just need the opportunity. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And we are opportunity givers. <laughs> we, we love it. Yeah. Um, so how does someone uh, get on the supplier list? Is it through GWBC is the first step, and then they get certified there, and then that'll get them connected with Grady? Or does Grady have a place on the website or somewhere that they can go and say, hey, raise their hand and say that, hey, I'm here? Well, I'll say D, all of the aforementioned. <laughs> um, there, of course, I mentioned it uh, previously, there has to be that need. Right, there has to be a need and a fit and all that. Yeah. But if everything is there, yeah. 
that the best way is go to the website and kind of poke around. There's a supply yeah. or we do have on our website contract opportunities. So uh-huh. if you see a needs out there that fit your bill or fit the opportunity skill sets that you provide, then yeah, by all means, responds to that. But it goes back to what you mentioned earlier. The relationship building. Right. So if you build the relationships with a, a woman-owned business and that opportunity comes up, comes about, you're going to instantly think about that conversation that you had. Right. You reach out to them, ask them about their skill sets, and uh, provide information uh, per- pertaining to the RFP or RFI or RFQ, whatever R reflects. <laughs> um, and then the next steps come into play, where you make the introduction to the subject matter experts subject matter experts and learn more about what those businesses do and kind of fits within that pipeline. Mm-hmm. We're and, not big on the dropping your name in a bucket and then we try to fish you out. Right. We want to know you. Right. So um, we are very involved with we, we bank with GWBC. We're members at the national level and at our local level. And the best way to see us is to see us. Right. And Relationships get to know us. are important. Relationships matter for yes. us um, because We've had, I've worked in organizations, and we've had instances where fishing somebody's name out of a hat doesn't let you know if it's a good match. Right. You You got to do the work, and you got to invest in the relationship. That's right. So, supplier diversity at gmh.edu is a place they can send capability statements. Um, but reach to out to a human being, get to know you. That's yeah. it. And then and let it evolve from there. Yeah, it's not a black hole. We we are there active. There are humans there. <laughs> yes, we Promise. Are. We are not a robot. <laughs> yeah, we really do. We go through them all and even and we're not afraid to tell you it's not a good fit. Right. And we make so many introductions to other healthcare systems who are bigger than us who have different needs. Um, but I tell everybody, Grady is a very old hospital, so if you're in construction, you should definitely be talking to us. We always have There's something always broken, busted, leaking. <laughs> need fixing. Well, thank you both for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thank Great. you. Thanks for having us. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll be back in a few at WeBank National Conference 2022 inside GWBC's booth. <laughs>